is a country beyond that which is known to humankind. A stray country. A country that exists west of October. Whose borders are somewhere between midnight train whistles and the distant hell of a dog. A country that lies somewhere in the stitched and jittering static between radio stations. A country that drifts through America like a traveling salesman. But every now and then stops to nest on a small town. A small church. A single street. And maybe, just maybe, some kind of delayed radio broadcast you've stuffed in your ears. Chapter 19 How many ghost makers does he have in his locker? We'll be quick, Jack whispered. Quick. Billy echoed. Super fast. Jack hushed. Fast. Billy copied. Eddie's locker's in the A building. Look. Just down the south hall, around the corner. Jack explained on low volume as they walked. We can basically see it from here. Just around the corner, Billy repeated. If only we could bend our eyesight, it'd be right there. Right there. And Jack kept saying things to buttress their courage. Things that could easily be repeated. Stuff the presidential press would go gaga over. Soundbite kind of things any White House candidate could toss out like a wild joker. Stuff that was easy for Billy to duplicate and copy, so he didn't have to think about anything except for what he parroted, which it didn't take any thought at all, because it was just a soggy piece of rhetoric. And it was all so neither boy had to think, had to ask, had to invite this thread spinning in their head to dance with a needle. One thought they didn't want to run free, stitching all the rag pieces of whore cloth together in their sewing shop minds. Which was... What if they ran into... No, they wouldn't. The boys need the corner. Looked around. Another empty hall. One oh one, one oh two, one oh three, one oh four. This is it. You sure? Sure, I'm sure. Okay, open it. Twenty-five, forty-one, thirteen. Click. The locker door rocked, creaked like something sweated with the sound of squeaking night. The halls carried the pigeon shit noise hard and far. Two sets of eyes looked up the hall. Two sets of eyes looked down the hall. Wished the lockers were made to be quiet. Knew no locker maker cared. Because loud as they were, lockers were still the most silent thing in a junior high. 
Eddie's locker was a shitstorm of loose-leaf handout pages, shrapneled by lined paper, a wedding cake of papers, a stew of learning, a melting pot of subjects all simmering together, begging, asking, pleading for a boy to dig through it all. Jack, Doug, Doug and Doug and Doug, not realizing the papers were in fact almost garbage. No, not wanting to admit it, because they hadn't been thrown away yet. So they weren't garbage. Even if they were from September and couldn't be turned in anymore. No, not garbage yet. But as Jack dug, Billy couldn't help but think, when does something become garbage? Because the papers were useless. No longer a currency to barter for grades, old savings, and loan bank notes that Dad had in his collection. Or arcade tokens to the closed-down 49th Street Galleria. But Eddie hadn't put them in a garbage can yet. So were they garbage now because they were worthless? Or garbage when they kissed the can? And if something is garbage because it is worthless, what of white plastic sex? That would mean they become garbage the second you take the groceries out. Right there. On the kitchen counter, garbage before your eyes, before you can even throw them out of sight. But then mom had used them as liners for small garbage cans, like in the bathroom. And so this thing, made of nothing plastic, made of mass-produced myths and sewn simulacrum, became garbage before your eyes after the exodus of groceries, and then became non-garbage by becoming a liner, but only to hold other garbage. And how can something that is no longer garbage, in fact, not be garbage if it is in fact touching, holding, cuddling up the garbage. And what if? Found it. Thank God he saved me from my thoughts, Billy thought. Jack pulled the box from the stash of papers and the burial of pre-algebra and biology handouts. He had never held a box of condoms in the raw like this. Sold them, sure, but tucked away deep in a plastic sack, far away behind a wrap of cellophane, two layers deep. He had never felt the raw, pressed cardboard himself. Run fingers over the glossy, fake sheen. Jack opened the box. Billy looked away. Jack looked inside. Billy knew the silence was bad, knew something was wrong when Jack didn't say good news or phew or I told you so. And Billy wanted to feel the silence in part because that's what boys do. How many are there? One? Two? Jack didn't say anything. 
three, four. Jack didn't say anything. Billy hadn't looked, turned away still, eyes locked shut like a storm cellar. There was only silence from Jack, only a tornado of words to fill the silence from Billy. Four? Right, four? Yeah, four. There are only four left. Just say it, Jack. Just say there are only four left. Because four isn't that bad. That's over half, right? Ten in a box. So four left is like 40%. Which means that he used 60%. And 60% is a lot of stuff for a boy to have in junior high, right? Because, I mean, a lot of adults don't have 60% of stuff, right? I mean, isn't that what dad's always talking about? How's best friend Steve and his wife only do it one night a week? And if something else is going on Tuesday night, like play tickets, well, sorry, Steve. You have to wait for next week. No rain checks. Yeah, only Tuesday night. Never Wednesday, never Thursday. And definitely not the weekends. And most certainly not on the Lord's Day. No. So yeah, four condoms left. Isn't that bad, Jack? And when did you sell in the box? In October? September? And even if you did sell to him in September, that's like, what, six weeks? So like, one condom a week? And so what if Steve only does it once a week when he's married? That sounds like a lot to me, because doing it isn't like eating, right? No one has ever died from too little stuff, have they? And if Steve does it once a week, and that's too little for adults, which maybe it is, doing it once a week will be a lot for a boy in junior high. Because in junior high, your Wilbur can't calm down and stands to attention all the time, like in the middle of history class. And so, nine. Billy. There are nine left. Nine? Nine. Jack repeated. Nine. Well, nine isn't so bad because, I mean, what did you sell them? A 24-pack? And if you sold them a 24-pack, then nine left means you use 15 of them, and that's even more stuff than Billy. Billy stopped filling the silence. It was a 10-pack. I sold him a 10-pack. But Billy didn't know how to fill that silence. But he tried. Must be another box. Must have used up the one you sold him and then bought another box on his own. And hell, probably has done that three times. Probably has used 31 condoms. And does it make sense when you think about Billy? Billy stopped filling the silence. Jack's voice was very low, very simple. I think you were right. Right? Right about what? I'm never right, really. I mean, when have I ever been right? Remember the time at Fantasy Point where I said, let's go on Colossus because the line would move faster than the wild mouse and Freddy went on the wild mouse and the screamer before we got off Colossus? And then there was that time at the Game Peddler and I said we should get Ghosts and Goblins instead of Castlevania and that game was too hard to be any fun. And then there was the time Billy. Billy stopped filling the silence. Jack's voice was very quiet. Very strange, and not so strange. I think you were right. Right? What does that even mean? Right about what? Right about Eddie. That he took one condom home to practice. That he was going to save the other nine to use with Jenny Hale. That he wasn't going to waste another one alone, but save them for making his own way downtown or whatever they call it. That he didn't want to die last night because tonight, like three or four hours from now, was going to be more exciting than the release of a new Mario Brothers game. Better than that Leisure Suit Larry game. Billy. Jack's eyes got big. 
I think you were right. Right? What, about condoms? Yes. So what? Big deal. No. I mean, yes, about the condoms of Billy. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Eddie. I think you were right. Eddie didn't kill himself. The empty school hall was very, very quiet. Billy looked into the movie house eyes of his brother. Jack saw the same film playing in his brother's eyes. But Billy started. That would mean Jack nodded in millipede metrics. Schools closed. Set of voice stamped raw by cigarettes. <laughs>